Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday, and thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, basketball season obviously over. Uh, golf in full swing, pardon the pun. Uh, bet $5 on Bryson DeChambeau in the big tournament coming up right here. And guess what? You get $25 on each birdie. New customers only, though. Remember that. All right. We're here now to talk about some Arizona football here. We talked about the offensive side of the ball. Let's talk a little bit about the defensive side. And Anthony Tony Gimino, I thought, made a very interesting point uh, a while back where he said the biggest problem, he said, with Arizona football has been not necessarily your lack of pass rush, although that's a major issue, is that you just don't have any linemen. Is that when you watch Arizona, they just look like, you know, we can just wear you down in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's something okay. that I think they they haven't been able to address even under Rich Rod, Kevin Sumlin. I think with Jed Fish, you're hoping that that is going to happen. But so far, the big-name recruits he's brought in haven't been those uh, line stuffers. That's the toughest position, I think, uh, uh, to find enough players there that can be defensively viable and give you a chance. There just aren't that right. many. And they all go to the and, SEC. And they all go, uh, and yes, and if they don't go to the SEC, which they do first, then in this area, they go to Utah and USC, mm-hmm. and not necessarily in that order. Right, right. And then everybody else is trying to find those guys, which I think to a large degree is why offenses why college football coaches work so hard to make offenses mm-hmm. as explosive as they possibly can. Right. Because I think there's a realization that finding quality defensive linemen is just is, 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 is a difficult thing to do, frankly, for most teams in college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Arizona, like a lot of other places, right. has to figure out the best way to try to go about that. And it's not an easy thing to do. And I think even in the early stages of the Jed Fish era, he's discovering, he's discovering what pretty much 90% of college football coaches discover. You know, I that hope, that's an issue. I hope the new defensive coordinator, though, Johnny Nansen, doesn't <clears throat> depart too much from what Don Brown did. I know that you gave Jed Fish an F. Fair enough. I was actually okay with what Don Brown did last year. I, thought, I think most people were. I thought that was a very—I thought the talent was less than uh, mediocre, and I thought I think you got pretty mediocre results, which I think is playing up a little <laughs> bit from the talent. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair assessment, and I love how you say that uh, I specifically say that Jed Fish deserved an F uh, without going into specifics as well, to I mean, uh, why yeah. I gave that grade based on, uh, based on the specific parameters of your grading system that you're then very fond of changing uh, but nevertheless I, <laughs> I agree with I, uh, I, I, I think mo- most people in this was 
Hopefully it wasn't frustrating in the early stages for Jetfish as well. It was one of those things where when Arizona would lose games, the conversation would be, well, you know, Don Brown's defense kept him in the game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, do do we have any idea if Jed Fish is a good football coach? That's fair. So so Fish would take the brunt of the attack and Brown would get the credit Mm -hmm. for keeping Arizona in football games. Right. And, um, and, And so hopefully... He's able, it, it wasn't that big a deal. He was able to work through it. It's just noise out there, and you can move on to the next step. And, and, but generally speaking with you, I, like, I would like to see that as well. A risk, a little bit more risk-taking. I, I guess I'd like to see better execution of risk-taking mm-hmm. because we went into, consider what Arizona did. We talked all year long. About, right. about how Arizona wanted to be an aggressive uh, Dr. Blitz. Right. Wanted to just throw different things throw at you from all sink. over the right. from all over the field. Yet, when it got down to it, Arizona wasn't very good at pressuring the quarterback. They weren't very good at forcing turnovers. But their defense acted kind of like a bend-but-don't-break unit that you'd expect in the early days of Stoops, even though that wasn't what they were intending to do. But, you know, here's the thing, though. It's like, by all accounts, it was generally by all— it wasn't like it was in the last years of Sumlin or Rich Rod, where you're basically 10, 11, 12, and every other thing. I get what you're saying, but I think there's also only so much that you can really do if you don't have, if you don't have decent players. What I liked more about him than anything— was I hated the Marcel Yates strategy of giving up 10-yard outs every time to wide receivers. With your cornerback. Yes, exactly. And saying, sooner or later, Mm -hmm. they're going to throw a pick. Well, no, they're not. They're going to score a touchdown after about nine plays. So I like that aspect to it. It's just going to be interesting to see if they can get anybody there that can really get to the passer uh, consistently, and I think that's going to be a big part of what you're looking for. It is, and it has been, as you noted, for Arizona for the last, what, 10 years. And, and... And that is, you know, it's just going to, it's going to take a while to, I think, try to fix that. So Arizona's going to try to have to uh, do the best it can at the linebacker and uh, secondary positions to try to negate what issues it might have on the front line. If it can get closer to holding its own on the front line, that trickles down to the other positions and makes Arizona a little bit better. The problems that we saw with uh, Rodriguez. And the problems that we saw with someone were that you could just run the football against right. Arizona and pick up. You didn't even have to worry about Marcel Yates giving you 10-yard right. cushions in True. the secondary. You just run the football and pick up seven and eight on first down. Right. And, and sometimes not even be contacted until five yards down the field. Uh, so that makes things very difficult and makes you look just completely overwhelmed. Arizona defensively last year, this is where we give... Uh, Don Brown uh, credit and Jed Fish absolutely zero credit as a result of this because I'm evil. Um, Made Arizona, managed to create a style that made Arizona competitive defensively for about as long as anybody Mm. could expect based on the talent that was out there. So so when we talk in general terms about how Arizona was competitive in football games for say 40 of the 60 minutes, it was most notable that they were competitive on the defensive end. Mm. That, I think that's exactly right. Now, one thing that is always competitive is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Bryson DeChambeau. I've heard of him. Yes, he's uh, he's golfing in the big tournament coming up right here. And 
Here's what you do. If you're a new customer only, 21 and up, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Bryson DeChambeau, uh, if you bet on him, every birdie he gets, you get $25 in free plays. You've just got to put down your put your $5 down. And again, it's really that simple. If you got a gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Okay. Now, switching back over to, well, let's talk a little bit of special teams here first. Um, you know what's weird, and I tell Arizona fans this all the time, the special teams at Arizona used to be something that you really took pride mm-hmm. in. Right. And, and it, it does sound weird, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, Mike, that's one of those backhanded football compliments. Right. Well, at least their special teams were good. Right. But the reality is that while, yes, that's a backhanded compliment, yes. it's still important. It, and it's very important. And a lot of football coaches, I think, undervalue the importance and of that part of the game. Speaking of football coaches, our good friend Kevin Woodman would always talk about it and would drive me crazy about how he says, I never use a scholarship on a kicker because, I mean, you got to have that third-string safety that you know could hit you know, the field at any Kevin point. Kevin Woodman, our good pal. Yes, very much uh, so. Our, our, our big-time good pal, Kevin Woodman, who's right about a lot of things, literally and figuratively, <laughs> Very much so is flat-out bottom-line wrong about that. It, it, and it's not even close. How many games are decided by a kicker as opposed to the third-string safety? Uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't have the statistical number in front of me, but the answer, I believe, that will be acceptable is a lot more. Right, for sure. That, and so, again, I, I'm, I'll be curious to see just how competent that unit is uh, because it seems like it's been about 20 years since you've had a good, you know, an Arizona football team that actually starts with good field position and actually has the other team in good or poor field yeah. position. It's weird, but again, all right. Now moving on to basketball, I wanted to break down another recruit here that's also committed to the U of A. His name is Kylan Boswell, also a five-star point guard. This one out of Phoenix. He, uh, the best way I could describe him is. And this this comparison's been thrown around a lot is just kind of a poor man's Mike Bibby, and that he can kind of control the game from a uh, you know he he moves at his own pace. Um, he he's a good he's an underrated playmaker. He can get by his guy. He's a good shooter, pretty decent defender. He's a guy that you can win a lot of games with. He's probably an all conference guy. He's probably a sophomore or junior. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. He, yeah. Okay. He, now that's a terrible comparison to make for somebody coming to the U of A. It's not your fault. It's just you don't want some kid yeah, but I don't, bombarded with pressure to make <laughs> instantly out of the game. I was so, very so clear though he, that he's what a is poor. he really? He's a poor man's Mike Bibby. How I mean, poor? Um, I Mike Bibby was an All American by the time he was a sophomore. If things go right, and I think everybody saw that happening. I don't think anybody had to say if things go right. <clears throat> this kid, I think, if things go right by a junior or senior, could be an All-American type player. He's not Mike Bibby, um, but I, I do get some of the comparisons, though, is about how solid he is. Nobody really knows how, you know, the, he doesn't have a lot of weaknesses in his game. There's really nothing that you're going to look at and exploit. I don't know that he does anything great. But he's kind of, if you're ranking everything on a four, he's probably like a 4.4 across the board right there. But he's a clear McDonald's kid. Bibby was a top three national recruit. This kid's more like a top 15 to 20. Yeah, it's solid. Recruit. Okay, that's a, good, so, that's a good guy to have in your roster. And you then. put him okay. next to K.J. Lewis, and that's nice. I think a lot of people were worried about, you know, obviously Tommy Lloyd can coach, but can he recruit? You know, bringing in these two guys, I think is certainly something that indicates that he can recruit. Um I'm also very curious to see. Do you think it's almost gravy when he gets a good American player, given his reputation for what he might be able to bring in overseas? You know, it's a good question. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. It's actually a good question. (laughs) 
But no, but it is. But it is. I I go back and I go back and forth on this one a little bit. I do think that. I do think that it's. Um, I don't really care at this stage how you get your players if they're good, um, and if that's going to be that's going to be where he goes to. That's going to be his reserve. I'm fine with it. But if he can get you know great guys that are in Phoenix. Sign me up, man. I'd love to have an air roster full of Arizona guys. What do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, I don't care if you have helps. to go to Antarctica, though. If they're one of, right. The best one, of, one of the things that the we expect, I think, to a large degree, Arizona to be a, a U.N. representative of college basketball. Right. Okay. What we saw this year where there were, what, players from seven different countries on the roster, I think might be the norm. Uh, so... Given his reputation overseas and given the Im- significantly improved talent with overseas players, I suspect that Arizona's probably in pretty darn good shape as far as that's concerned. So if you can bring in uh, high-level talent from the states in addition to that, it would seem to be a good model. Yeah, and I think that he's certainly shown that that model, he's certainly shown at Gonzaga that that model can work. Um, I do find it interesting, all the preseason prognostications, and by the way, preseason prognostications right now are stupid because you have no clue who's going to be on the roster. But I also do think that it shows the level of respect that Tommy Lloyd does have right now with uh, uh, the national media in that ever pretty much everyone has Arizona in the top 10 to 15 next year. And that's where, right. assuming Ben Matherin leaves, whatever the case may be. So I do think that that shows a little bit of a... Uh, um, because it was kind of like the same thing with Luke, where you would lo- he would lose a bunch of guys, but you would say, all right, well, he's Arizona, he's little, or we'll put him in at nine. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. You'd slot them somewhere. You're going to slot the big teams in Arizona with Lloyd appears to be maybe on the fringe of being slotted somewhere. Exactly. Slotted somewhere again while there's still a bunch of movement out there. Right, exactly. Okay. So, And I could certainly see that. It's easy to it's easy to see that based on the, the roster construction, based on the depth. You figure that Matherin's going to go, and if you just look at any draft board, uh, what, you've got Terry, who's fringe first or second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I happen to think he's a steal if he yeah, is available. I, I but but if he's fringe first or second round, you can understand him thinking, maybe I'm going to stay another year. Right. Uh, the same with Coloco. Right. Um, and, and so if you have those guys on the roster and you believe you're only going to lose Matherin, right. uh, realistically, you look at what Arizona has coming back, and yeah, it's, a, it's easy to see why you'd put them uh, very highly regarded in uh, malleable right. preseason uh, rankings. Right. All right, now, so, uh, let me tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. you got a big tournament coming up right here. Bryson DeChambeau is one of the best players going. Put down $5 on Bryson DeChambeau, and guess what? You get $25 for every birdie that he makes in the, fr- or in the uh, first round. That simple, that easy. Bryson DeChambeau, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. We will be back with you tomorrow.